Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome and today we're going to India, to Bengalura, to talk to Sujathi Ramani, CEO of the Pollinate Group. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But first of all, Sujathi, tell us about your academic background. Hey, thank you so much, Peter. This is my huge privilege and honor to be a part of your podcast. Um, well, I grew up in a state called Tamil Nadu, which is the southernmost part of India. And uh, <clears throat> I went to school in Chennai and in another place called Trichy, which is about 350 kilometers from Chennai, which is the capital of Tamil Nadu. And uh, I, I belong to a very, very orthodox family and I'm the only daughter amongst uh, five, six boys that I grew up with. One, one, of, one of them is my own brother and several other cousin brothers. We were kind of a loosely held joint family. Um, we spent a lot of time together. So um, I finished my graduation in computer science. Um, and, and at that time, I had got an admission into one of the most premier uh, engineering colleges of that uh, it's still a premier engineering college even today uh, called Brits Pilani and it was way far up in the north and almost northwest and being the only girl in the family uh, I was forbidden to go that far and I had to you know pursue my uh, graduation in computer science in, uh, uh, in, in Trichy and then I went on to do my master's in business administration and then I joined the computer industry uh, which was one of those growing industries in the early 90s. And I spent uh, a significant, um, you know, 22 years in the IT industry. And then I went on to uh, run my own two startups. I kind of gave life to two ideas and then came into the social space. Uh, I'm very, very glad and grateful that I'm here today. Although I feel maybe I should have come into this side of the world a lot earlier, but never too late. So I'm very, very happy to be here in the social space serving uh, women from marginalized communities. So that's in short of where I started and where I've landed. Okay, so tell me about some of the organizations you work for. Yeah, fantastic. So um, I got campus placed at this place called Microland, which was a wonderful networking organization providing networking solutions to uh, large corporates. I spent a few years there and then I went on to join Wipro, which is another large IT organization today. And then I moved on to Hewlett Packard, uh, which is where I spent nearly 17 years of my life. And all my organizations have had uh, a very, very deep rooted uh, impact and left a you know uh, in, indelible mark in my uh, growth as a professional and as a person. And uh, I owe a lot of allegiance to all these organizations that I've spent my working career uh, up until now. And of course, I'm now with Pollinate for the last four years. So any of the organizations you work for, any of them believe in uh, corporate social responsibility or did they apply it? Um, back in the day, um, it was not even a piece of conversation. In in the early 90s to end 90s, it wasn't even uh, a, a feature in any of our discussions. Um, maybe we were too junior in the organization and didn't get to hear about it. Uh, nor did we see any of our seniors, you know, engaged uh, actively in any corporate social in, uh, activities. 
so uh, but i think uh, in the last you know decade or so the government in india has taken a lot of initiative to mandate corporate social responsibility for organizations with certain amount of revenue and certain amount of profits to set aside a significant amount towards csr um and i think also by virtue of me being in this space uh, now i hear a lot about csr and i hear a lot about esg as you know a triple bottom line uh, mandate that most organizations have got and i think <clears throat> the younger generation is also highly sensitive to what they do to the environment what they do to the planet and i think uh, if i were a young employee today walking into any organization i would have probably asked you know what is our csr objective which of the you know sdg goals are we uh, you know uh, subscribing to and supporting um, but no back in the day it wasn't so and i'm very very glad to see that it's transformed and today we have a highly sensitized and uh, empathetic work environment yes excellent okay so now the pollinate group where did the name come from <laughs> you know pollinate is an organization that was started by 12 uh, sorry six young australians um that came to india uh, wanting to provide clean energy access to the most marginalized that still live in unspeakable conditions now when i say marginalized or last mile people these are people that move from rural to urban in search of livelihoods and uh, they live still off the grid they don't have access to water electricity or sanitation and they continue to live uh in the in the light provided by a kerosene lamp or a candle and they burn anything and everything including plastic to cook uh, so pollinate uh, as a name got you know it got christened pollinate because we were bringing light and light through solar so i think you know it's a wonderful way of you know providing uh, access to something that is bright and here's what we call our women entrepreneurs right pollinate then morphed into becoming an organization focused on women entrepreneurship and we merged with a company called empower generation in 2018 which focused on women from marginalized communities and we call them suryamukhis and suryamukhi means sunflower so pollinate is such a wonderful name that kind of synthesizes all of our objectives and says it in one simple word okay So tell me a little bit about the programs that Pollinate offers. Um we have a, a while we have three SDG goals that we directly impact which is eliminating poverty through gender equality and making women as you know women entrepreneurs that provide access to clean energy products in the communities um thus having access to income uh, so we have poverty gender and clean energy as our three core objectives but this is my most uh, you know happy line you know this we say we are focused on women which is the first point and what do we do when we say we focus on women we teach them entrepreneurship right this is my second point entrepreneurship is a deep rooted long lasting skill which makes them climate resilient even if they are displaced due to climate variations they have this skill that can you know have provide them access to livelihood now after teaching entrepreneurship we provide them with clean energy products so that's my third point to practice entrepreneurship you know we don't stop with just killing them we invest in them providing them with zero cost solar products which immediately improves the health outcome that's the fourth point 
of everyone living in the community. The solar light, you know, provides light after dark. A solar fan keeps pests and rodents away. And children, you know, stay up and study better and are able to handle, uh, you know, health better and they're able to stick to school better. They are not missing school because of health. And with all of this, the fifth most important aspect is the fact that she has access to a dignified source of income. So these are the five core, you know, uh, pieces that provide uh, women with their with, with, with an ability to build a micro business and pull themselves out of intergenerational cycles of poverty because 99% of the women tell us in our impact surveys that they invest the income into the education of their children. So we believe we are here for a very, very long-lasting, deep-rooted impact through our women entrepreneurs distributing clean energy products. That's a mouthful. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of things that you're trying to accomplish there. And I saw on your website your featured product is a sewing machine right now. So that was kind of interesting. So having said that, how many people have gone through these programs? Um, you know, we started uh, this in 2019. And by the time the pandemic came, we, were, we had about 300 odd women in our, uh, in our roles at that time. And today I'm very happy and, you know, gratified to say that we've touched about 2,000, nearly 2,100 women um, over the last three years. Wow. And uh, we want to do another 1,500 to 2,000 to 2,500 in 2024. And by 2025, we want to touch many thousands of women that uh, should be able to build a business and have access to income to manage their families. So, Sujatha, when is the book coming? <laughs> You're actually the second person that's talking to me about a book. And, uh, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of time and energy and effort. Right now, I'm channelizing all of that to create many more Surya Mukis. But yes, uh, one of these days, I'm, I'm hoping to share, uh, you know, uh, the thing that we are doing in Pollinate and all that I've done in my life. And I'm hoping that it will inspire many more women to transition from the corporate business world to bring that learning, bring that sense of business rigor to solving social problems. I think it's very important. In fact, this is one of my pet theories that I've been cooking over the last, you know, four to eight weeks. Um, I want to see a world where there are no NGOs. I want to see a world where the large business houses are adopting three, four SDG goals and just solving it. Because I think if they take it inside their organization as an internal goal, rather than giving it to an NGO and making it an external uh, you know, project, I think we can see transformation much, much faster. And having you know, been in the uh, corporate world for you know, more than two decades, I see that you know, if many of us can be made you know, uh, leads to transform uh, or, or solve social problems, we will deliver. So I think it's, it's, it's something that I'm envisioning and I'm throwing it out to as many people that are going to be listening to this podcast and, uh, you know, make that a reality. Uh, let some, you know, corporates come out and incubate us inside, take us in and then tell us, hey, deliver a thousand women who are, you know, building significantly, uh, you know, sized micro businesses that can have, uh, you know, significant impact on their families and their communities. I, I want to see that day very soon, Peter. You should be teaching entrepreneurship because uh, then, then you can have those 
businesses started within yes. the business. Yes. I think yes. that would make a difference. So are you in one location or several locations? Um, we are in about eight states in India and also in Nepal as a country. So these are the two countries that we do our impact work right now. And we have our uh, people presence in Australia. So my team is in India, Australia, and in Nepal. And we are hoping to expand in the U.S. very shortly. So uh, that's our geographic spend, uh, uh, spread at this point in time. And we are looking for partners that would reach out to us, that would want to hold hands with us to take our impact world to many more organizations or many more locations and many more geographies, where I think if women take the initiative to pull themselves out of poverty, uh, the families and their communities are more or less guaranteed to see transformation in their lives. So since we've seen that up close and front in the work that we do, I'm more than keen to you know take our work to many, many more geographies, Peter. One of the terms that we use is social franchise. Yes. And uh, I'm very big on that terminology. So quite willing to share what we're doing with other communities through a social franchise model. Not franchise, social franchise. And to build a social franchise network, in our case, across Canada. So that's what makes So you've touched on this a little bit, but... Let's firm it up. Three years from today, what's Pollinate going to look like? Lovely. I think social franchise is a fantastic word. That's something I've learned from you today. And I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, kind of cook on that and see what we can come out with that as a, as a learning for Pollinate and how I can apply to our plans. Um, yes, three years from now, I'd like to see about you know, eight to 9,000 women uh, standing on their own feet, having built a micro business, having educated their children or their sisters or their brothers and say that, yes, you know, this has made a difference to me and I'm not going to look back at the life that I've led and I'm looking ahead into the future with a lot more confidence. And uh, God forbid, if there is more climate disasters, I think our women that we've empowered will still be able to, you know, hold forth of, you know, having access to some income uh, because of the interventions that we've provided for them and be the role models for everyone in their communities to take that bold step and say, yes, I want to change uh, what I see in front of me and I am a part of that change. I'd like our women to say that and we'll be extremely, uh, you know, me and my team will be extremely happy to see that happening and to have played a part in all of that. And I would credit all of this to the incredible team that I have that have kind of, you know, uh, invested their careers with Pollinate and the vision and mission that we have. So I'd like us all to be a very, very uh, highly uh, grateful team that is seeing thousands and thousands of women uh, making a difference to their lives and their communities. And what is your website for our listeners to go to? Uh, our website is pollinategroup.org. And uh, we are always, you know, happy to welcome more supporters that want to, you know, join our Suryamukhi Circle. We've created Suryamukhi Circles, uh, which will help a small, small bunch of people to come together and support a small team of, you know, Suryamukhis or women entrepreneurs from the marginal uh, marginalized communities 
and you can see for yourself and partake in any which way that you would like to and be a part of that journey of transformation come to our website pollinategroup.org and join our suryamukhi circle and be that person who's enabled change who's enabled transformation at a very very comprehensive deep rooted level to the lives of many many women that needed the most well thank you this afternoon for taking the time uh, i've learned a lot about what you're doing and i'm going to investigate your website in much more detail and uh, you're passionate about what you're doing and you are making a difference in india so thank you very much this afternoon thank you peter i must thank you for this opportunity to take the voice of all our suryamukhis to many 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 thousands that are going to be listening to it thanks to you <laughs>